First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. This is Sid and Friends in the Morning. What you say? Just a friend. Oh, you're my best friend. 77 WABC. Boy. Jack Manzo checks in. He goes, nobody but Sidney Ferris Rosenberg puts the mayor of New York City in a timeout. That takes balls, my friend. James in Corvaya, one of our guys here in sales, checking in. Loves the show today. Thank you, Jimmy. Boris Epstein looks like he may or may not come on today now. I think he's probably jealous that Larry Trump came on and did a great job. Before I get to uh, Gordon Chang... Another developing story with the Chinese here in New York City. I do once again want to thank uh, Chris Lenzo, Lauren Conlin, Ian, all the fine folks from the Metropolitan Republican Club. This beautiful Met Gala dinner last night where they honored me and, more importantly, Rudy Giuliani, who deserves to be honored every day. And, uh, the you know, the uh, the computer guy, John, uh, Mac, Paul, Isaac, Jim, Jack, we were all there last night, and uh, Jennifer Harrison was there, and... She was terrific, and a whole bunch of folks. Uh, Joe Pinion was there with um, Jade Voigt. You had uh, Johnny Tobacco and Cara. Johnny, of course, wise guys on Newsmax. Uh, Rosella Ragu was there. Michael Henry, who went against Letitia James for attorney general. Lydia was there, too, our good friend Lydia. It's nice to see her. She's doing a terrific job across the street. So it was uh, a great time for everybody, and I was honored to receive the Warren Brandeis Award. So thank you so much. But uh, another story that uh, needs to be covered today on top of the big Jim Jordan hearing yesterday here in Manhattan is this police station 
Now, we did this story before, me and Gordon Chang, not just one in New York City. Supposedly, there's hundreds of Chinese police stations all over the country. You must, you must follow Gordon Chang at Gordon G. Chang on Twitter. And, of course, uh, not many guests better. When it comes to this stuff, nobody better than my friend Gordon Chang. Big story on a Tuesday morning. Gordon, welcome back. How are you, buddy? Thank you so much, Sid, and congratulations on your award. That's richly deserved. Uh, thank you. I appreciate that. Coming from you, Gordon Chang, that means an awful lot. So thank you. And I do mean it. Uh, you come on. These are really important and terrific conversations, and you're as smart as they come. Now, we've had these discussions about these Chinese police stations before, but they did bust one yesterday. I read and heard mainly their job is to spy on dissidents. I'm going to ask you, why do the Chinese have police stations here in the United States? What is their job mostly? And the one we busted in New York City yesterday, just the beginning. Isn't that right? That's certainly right. Um, The reason why the Chinese had this police station is because they thought they could get away with it. So for decades, um, they have had Ministry of State security agents and consular officials regularly engage in activities that clearly violate our sovereignty. In this particular police station, they were um, operating what's Operation Fox Hunt or Operation Skynet, as they called it. That is to persuade people who have ended up in the U.S. legally to persuade them to go back to China. So these could be, for instance, dissidents. These could be corrupt officials who have fled. Um, all sorts of folks that China wants back. And we've had a series of presidents who have allowed this activity to continue. So the Chinese felt bold enough that they could actually open up a police station. Well, those days, thankfully, are over. When you say those days are over, I mean, again, we did bust one here in New York City, but there are hundreds all across the nation. Do you feel like now the Department of Justice, this administration, is going to go out there and try to find every one of these and really shut them down? Yeah, there's another one in Los Angeles, um, and there are hundreds around the world. Um, So right now, um, we have to go after that. But the most important thing, and this I worry the Biden administration will not do, is it will not expel consular officials who have been involved in this activity. You know, you have the Ministry of State Security agents. Those are the guys um, who are spies, basically. But we've known what they've been doing because their activities have been open. But it's also been the consular officials who have helped them. And so we need to start busting those consular Mm -hmm. officials. Now, they've got diplomatic immunity, but we can expel them and we could close their consulates because these consulates are really hotbeds of uh, not only espionage, but all sorts of bad activity that violates their consular um, obligations to us. You know, it seems like lately, Gordon, if a P, uh, Jing, for the longest time, really hasn't been concerned about what we felt, how we felt, wasn't intimidated by us, evidenced by those spy balloons all over the country. But I've got two different examples over the last week that says that he's changing his game plan just a little. For example, today he's out there and he's asking the United States to halt all all investigations, halt all investigations. And he also made it a point the Chinese uh, president, to come out last week and say we are absolutely not providing Russia with any weapons in the war against Ukraine. Now, both of those things kind of spit in the face of FU to the United States. Is Ping changing course? What's going on here? 
Um, yeah, unfortunately, if he's changing course, he's getting worse, not better. Um, China clearly has been providing all sorts of assistance to Russia, and a lot of it has been lethal assistance, and they've been doing that from the beginning of the war. Now, here is the Biden administration saying, well, look, you know, I, we don't think the Chinese are doing it yet. They're contemplating doing it. But, you know, um, Xi Jinping knows that he's doing it. And when he hears these hollow warnings from the Biden administration, he knows that he can do whatever he wants. Well, let me he's stop you for a second. So, so, so uh, I know you're right about this. They have been doing it. I agree. The Biden administration refuses to acknowledge it, that they've been doing it. It's a very simple question. Why? Why does the Biden administration refuse to acknowledge that? You know, I wish I could get inside the heads of people who are obviously um, not defending our country and not defending our values. Um, But it's hard for me to understand that. But, you know, the one thing that we can probably say is that they want China's cooperation on climate change. And so they feel that um, if they were to criticize China and tell the truth, that Beijing would just clam up. Now, that is an attitude that has we've had for many administrations. It hasn't worked. It's demonstrably hasn't worked. And yet the Biden administration will not change course. You know, as Robert Gates, the former defense secretary, said in his 2014 memoir, Joe Biden has been wrong on almost every major foreign policy and national security decision of the past four decades. Well, that's right. And, and Biden is still wrong about these things. If you've had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read all of their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today at 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email at Info at GaboLaw.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. I do want to ask you about the latest with China and Taiwan. That was the hot, su- uh, hot subject the last two weeks. Gordon, you're on with me more than once talking about that. It seemed like after Nancy Pelosi's visit, they inched closer. After Kevin McCarthy visited in California with the president of Taiwan, it seemed inevitable, a matter of really when, not if, like really, really close. Where are we today in terms of the China-Taiwan potential conflict? Well, we know the Chinese military is better prepared to go to war. Um, they've been um, have these exercises. These exercises have grown. Um, the provocations have become larger and larger. So, for instance, after Kevin McCarthy met Tsai Ing-wen, the Taiwan president in Simi Valley, uh, which is in the Reagan Library, um, 71 Chinese planes crossed the median line in the Taiwan Strait. That's the unofficial border between Taiwan and China. Now, China now doesn't recognize that, um, and that just shows that they utter disrespect not only for Taiwan but also for the United States. So we are, I think, closer to a conflict with China 
because the Biden administration pushes back, but only a little bit and certainly not sufficiently. Let's go to Russia, Ukraine. I know Vladimir Putin did something yesterday he doesn't undoubtedly do, and that was he actually made a rare visit to meet his troops in the Ukraine. And, of course, last week here in the United States, we arrested this uh, Army guardsman who was leaking information in a chat room like my son would be in, by the way, 21-year-old kid with all this information, which is ridiculous. Uh, he's in a chat room, and uh, he had all these uh, leaking all this Pentagon information, some of it classified, uh, classified stuff about the Ukraine, some real tactical information about the war in Ukraine. And a lot of my friends who uh, tend to light their hair on fire are like, oh, my God, people are going to die. He's going to kill people. What are your thoughts on the Pentagon leaker? And how much more dangerous did he make that war, if at all? Yeah. Well, first of all, Jack Teixeira, who's been alleged to have leaked these documents. I mean, he, as you point out, he was an Air National Guardsman at a very low level. I don't know how he could have had access uh, legitimately to secret and top secret. I got to tell you one other thing. Not only did it not access based on his position, where he was, but if you've got to be a certain age to be president, I'm sorry, Gordon. I don't uh, confuse taking a war into Afghanistan. You need courage for that, not necessarily maturity. I don't know how a 21-year-old kid could even get that information. There were two things that bother me. Where were his supervisors doing all of this? And he's too young to have that type of information. That's my opinion. Yeah, certainly. And, you know, we've got a secretary of defense who's much more interested in social engineering than he is in the nuts and bolts of his job which is to make sure that only appropriate people have access. This was the whole issue after Edward Snowden, um, but this is even more egregious. And it shows you that the Biden administration, you know, they are um, they've got this woke ideology. And, you know, whatever one thinks of diversity or social justice or whatever it is, they need to do their job in the first instance. And they're not doing their job in the first instance. And it's clear that the reason why they're not doing their job, Sid, is because they're too focused on this ideology. And the American government, we suffer, and the American republic suffers because we're not doing those things that are necessary to protect us. What is the latest with our friend Rocket Man? In North Korea, uh, Rocket Man has been testing um, all sorts of new types of devices. He says, um, "I think he's probably telling the truth on a lot of this stuff." He's got an underwater drone um, that can carry a nuclear weapon. He says, "Yeah, that maybe." But you know, if he's getting all this stuff, the question is where, because he's not developing it on his own, which is the least likely explanation. The most likely explanation is that China's giving it to him. Because a lot of his weapons look identical to Chinese weapons. And, you know, the Biden administration, like, you know, Trump and Obama, did very little to impose costs on China for supporting the North Korean uh, nuclear weapons program and the North Korean ballistic missile program. Trump did a little, but not obviously not enough. So to wrap this up, Gordon Chang, once again, follow my friend Gordon on Twitter. He's a terrific follow, Gordon G. Chang, a nice little bow. Yeah, we uh, we shot down a couple of spy balloons after they were, by the way, hovering over our land way, way too long and gathered a whole bunch of information. Yeah, we shut down a Chinese police station in New York City, which was open way too long. They were able to spy on dissidents and who knows what else. Is there any reason for me to believe that we've got a better handle on what the Chinese are doing today, or are we still pretty much lost? 
Well, we're still pretty much lost, but we're moving in the right direction. And we're moving in the right direction, not because of the views of the president of the United States, but because guys like you are raising these issues, screaming and yelling about them, and moving American public opinion. Because, after all, Biden does want to be reelected, and he can't do it if he's got views which are 100 percent opposed to America's views on issues like China. So. What you're doing is helping us move uh, the president of the United States slightly in the right direction. And that's that's better than what Biden would do if you weren't around, Sid. Oh, my God. This is even better than getting an award last night. Gordon Chang told me I'm actually helping out the country. Uh, and I know what you're saying, and, and I appreciate that. I really do. And, of course, I couldn't do any of this. Without you, you're the real brains behind the operation, Gordon. So thank you so much once again for hopping on this morning and spreading the information. You know, I think the world of your buddy, you're terrific. Thank you so much. We'll do this again very, very soon. God bless you. Yeah, God bless you, Sid, and thank you so much. My man, Gordon Chang. Follow him today, Gordon G. Chang. Nobody knows more about what's going on around the world, whether it's Ukraine, Russia, China, Japan, North Korea, quite frankly, right here in the United States. Then Gordon Chang. That's quite a run, folks. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. 